Welcome to the Leader Think Podcast, where we discuss personal growth, human performance, and culture change. This is your host, Philip Grison. Thank you for joining me on this path. I hope you enlighten others along the way. Hey, everyone. It's been a while. I could use the cliche of I've been busy, but everyone is, right? All good, though. Still learning, still growing, still trying to enjoy the little things amongst the daily distractions. Before we get into our topic today, I wanted to mention some upcoming courses. We have Human Performance Part 1 at AGC on August 30th. We'll also be doing a Part 2 on September 21st. Then there's Advanced Safety Management that starts October 10th at Georgia Tech. And I've also got a Safety Leadership course on October 27th, and that one's also at AGC. If you're interested in any of these courses, I have details and links to register on the open courses page at leaderthink.com. So what are we talking about today? Common sense. If you're a safety professional, you've probably heard that phrase a lot. It's something I've heard thousands of times. If people would just use common sense. So that brings up two questions. What is common sense and why don't people use it? And on that path, we might even ask a third question. Should people use common sense? I can easily go down the rabbit hole, and I have with this phrase, so I wanted to share some of my overthinking thoughts on it. So first, what the heck is common sense? Encyclopedia Britannica defines common sense as the ability to think and behave in a reasonable way and to make good decisions. Uh Uh-oh, this brings more questions. How do we determine what is reasonable behavior? And who decides that? And what actually is a good decision? This is relative, right? If most unsafe behavior makes sense in the mind of the worker, can we really call it a good decision? A common decision, yes. But who decides what is considered good? In the middle of a goal conflict... It could appear reasonable to choose production over safety, especially when the workers hear so many more messages concerning production versus safety day to day. So reasonable, yes, reasonable to the majority of workers living inside the daily goal conflicts of production versus safety. But good? I'm struggling with good. I think this is one of the main issues with common sense. The different thoughts of what is reasonable. Reasonable behavior to the safety department could be very different to the worker. What is considered a good decision could also be more common amongst workers than the safety department. Which would mean we have two different sets of common sense. Ours and theirs, if you want to look at it that way. Webster has another definition of common sense. Sound and prudent judgment based on a simple perception of the situation or facts. This actually makes a lot of sense. Oh crap, I just used the word sense. But yes, a judgment based on a simple perception of the situation. That does make a lot of sense. A simple perception, not a deep, complex understanding. I really like this definition, but maybe that's my own bias. The Free Dictionary has another one. Sound judgment not based on specialized knowledge. 
So common sense is not based on specialized knowledge, like the science of safety performance, or the intricate details of what it really takes to do the work inside of daily goal conflicts. I like it. In fact, I like it so much that this is my favorite definition of common sense inside of safety performance. Common sense is a sound judgment not based on specialized knowledge. Safety may have deep knowledge of organizational behavior, so we may look at a worker and think they don't get it, and maybe they don't, because maybe the safety people have specialized knowledge in human performance, and maybe the workers don't. They aren't studying these things every day like we are. The worker is making a sound judgment without that deeper knowledge. On the other hand, we could have supervisors managing safety who have never been deeply immersed in human performance. They may feel frustration that workers aren't using common sense to comply with safety rules, yet not be equipped with the specialized knowledge of how our systems influence workers to break rules or why their brains are making mistakes. But here's the other side of that. The worker does have specialized knowledge that safety and some managers do not have. They know the most intricate details of how our safety systems actually work, how they fit or don't fit in the true context of doing the job. So they could easily think that we don't get it either. Our decisions regarding safety policies could actually be our own sound judgment not based on specialized knowledge. Our safety policies could appear like common sense to us, but not to them. So maybe both groups are using common sense. Maybe both groups make what they believe are sound decisions. Those decisions that we both make just aren't based on specialized knowledge. In that case, we are both using common sense. But we are using our own common sense without the specialized knowledge of what the other group knows. This brings up an important point. If common sense is not based on the best science or deepest knowledge available, then the alternative would be that it is based more on mob rule. You know, there was a time in history when the common sense was that the sun rises in the morning and sets in the evening. The weirdos, the astronomers with specialized knowledge, they had another form of sense. They believed that the sun was going nowhere. In fact, it was us and our little rock spinning around in two different ways at the same time. And some of those weirdos with specialized knowledge were ridiculed by the mob. It's no different today. Common safety sense is to focus on the worker as a problem to be fixed. Focusing on the system we place the worker within is often ridiculed by the supervision mob in phrases such as, so you mean no one is accountable for their actions anymore? It's common sense to judge safety performance on the statistically invalid recordable incident rate. Look at us. We had zero recordables, so whatever we are doing is right. There have been quite a few times I've experienced passionate resistance to human performance thinking from people who have experienced zero incident projects. But those with specialized knowledge don't consider RIR valid 
especially in small sample sizes. It can also stifle open communication when we measure RIR. Common sense can quickly turn into a judgment not based on specialized knowledge. Since our common sense is based on limited understanding, it's so important we remind ourselves that different groups, workers, supervisors, and managers, they all have specialized knowledge that the others don't have. So it's critical we never view ourselves as superior when we do have specialized knowledge in one area, because we all have information and knowledge that the other is unaware of. What is common knowledge to one group is not so common to the other. So another question I've been pondering is, does common sense really even exist? You hear people say that the problem with common sense is that it's not common. If you take planet Earth, people in Iraq have very different common beliefs than Mexico. Same with China and the United States. So if we narrow down to the U.S., does this country even have common sense? If I look at political beliefs, the answer is no. Who's the majority seems to fluctuate between two parties on a regular basis. Common sense in New York seems to be very different than Idaho. So what about the state of Georgia? Are we a red state or have we become a purple state? Do people in Atlanta think the same way as people in LaGrange? And what about my little bitty town of Temple? Even here in a town of a few thousand, some people have the common belief that it's totally fine to throw your trash on the ground, but others think it's sinful. You know, I'm struggling to even find common sense, but it does seem that the smaller the population size, the closer people are in some beliefs. But still, even inside those smaller populations, there are very different ideas of what a sound judgment is, so much so that we could find evidence of differences in each individual inside of any group of people. Maybe we need to put a percentage on it to get some idea of what common sense is. So do we aim for B-? minus? If 80% of a population agrees on what sound judgment is, is that enough to label it as common sense? And what if it's not really a good decision because it's based on limited knowledge of the subject matter? So here's the thing. Not only is common sense uncommon, sometimes what does appear to be common sense can just seem dumb to me. When I look around at the grocery store, the common sense concerning what you should put in your body seems kind of dumb. There are aisles of processed carbs and a million different ways to consume sugar. The healthiest foods seem to be in smaller sections. There's a ton of red meat, but just a little bit of ground turkey in the grocery store. Staring at social media all day seems to be more common than engaging in meaningful conversation or reading a book for personal growth. I can't help but notice how many people are on their phones at a restaurant, not even speaking to the other people in their party. Common? Yes. But engaging in meaningful behavior? Sure doesn't appear that way. 
These observations influence me to look away from common sense when I want the best life experience I could have. They also influence me to teach my kids not to use common sense, because common sense could be the dumbest sense they could ever use. It could be mob thinking. Instead, I teach them to step outside of the pack, not follow the crowd, and search out the uncommon sense of the most intelligent information available to us. I don't want my kids to use common sense. I want them to use the weird and unusual sense that is less popular, but usually based on a higher level of understanding. So here is where I'm finding the answer to my third question. Should we even use common sense? My initial response is no. Common sense can be stupid. But I also recognize that that is a judgment I am making, perhaps from my own bias, from my own specialized knowledge that I have been blessed with, that I'm grateful for. But the flip side is that I will never stop learning. I will never know it all, and other people have knowledge that I don't have that can enhance my own understanding. So maybe I should use common sense. Maybe I should use the common sense of other groups that know things I don't know and combine it with what I do know, and from there I can arrive at a deeper understanding of whatever problem or challenge I'm working on. So should we use common sense? Yes and no. Yes, we should use the sense of others to enhance our own understanding. And no, we should not use the common sense of the mob. I started with what is common sense. To me, common sense is the uneducated understanding of what is right in a small population. It can vary greatly from one population to another. When we think people are not using common sense, they are. They are just using the common sense of a different population than the one that we are inside of. Why don't people use common sense? They are using it. It's just different than the sense that you have. But I think the most important question is, should we use common sense? And for that, I'm going with a firm both are true. Yes and no. I don't want to use common sense, and I don't want my kids to use common sense, if it's based on a lack of specialized knowledge. But I do believe we could all learn something from the common sense of people who think differently than we do. So yes, let's use opposing common sense as an opportunity to learn. Hope you all have a beautiful learning uncommon week. Hey there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review. If you want to connect further, reach out at leaderthink.com.